Welcome back to the fundmonitors.com Manager Insights Series. I'm joined today by Richard Ivers from Prime Value Asset Management. Richard is the Portfolio Manager of the Prime Value Emerging Opportunities Fund. The fund has a track record of outperformance over the broader market since inception in October 2015 and has performed well during negative markets with a down capture ratio of 45.74% since inception. Richard, thanks for joining me. Well, thanks, Damon. Pleasure to be with you. Richard, the last 12 months has been pretty IPO heavy. Did you participate in any of these? And how do you sort the wheat from the chaff, so to speak, uh, when you're looking at these IPOs coming to market? Yeah, sure. So we look at all the IPOs, but we don't participate in many. Where we do, it's typically in the industries that we already know. So we understand the business models pretty well. Uh, we know their peers, peer companies. So we're able to go and talk to a third party and get an independent view to um, come up to speed quickly because typically these IPOs are a compressed time frame. So being able to access a competitor or supplier or customer quickly um, and get an independent view is really important. But um, yeah, I don't, we've only participated in you know a couple of IPOs over the last 12 months in the Merchant Opportunities Fund. We have participated in more capital raisings. So that's you know businesses that are already listed that are looking to raise capital to repair their balance sheets or for growth opportunities. We've participated in quite a few of those, particularly with COVID. But but IPOs, I mean, there's hundreds of listed companies that are already out there um, that we can buy and sell any day. So we don't feel the pressure to participate in a company just because it's new to the market. Looking deeper at those companies that are trying to raise capital, what are you looking for in those and what makes a good opportunity for you? Yeah, well, the ideal opportunity is where they're raising capital for something to grow the business, to add value to the business. So think of something like, you know, a new investment in um, a plant or, or, you know, an acquisition of a lower-risk business where you can buy in typically priced at a discount to the existing price and yet the value of the business on the other side once that deal has happened is higher. So that's the, you know, they're the ideal opportunities. They don't, there's not that many of them and they're often hard to get stocked, but they're the ones that, you know, obviously the best, the best ones. With with COVID, there was some quite interesting opportunities in terms of balance sheet repair, because you had businesses that had relatively high debt levels and the, the market was pushing the value of those stocks down because they realised that they had balance sheet issues and then they raised capital at a discount to where their stock price was prior to the capital raising and the raising resolved that issue of the balance sheet. So, you know, the stocks rallied up quickly after that uh, capital raising was done. So that was a bit of an unusual situation and we participated in some of those, you know, things like Auckland Airport, which are really high-quality Tier 1 infrastructure assets. Now, the, the, the premier airport in New Zealand is an example of something we participated in, but that's less so now. That was more in the depths of COVID when there were long lockdowns that really hit businesses' revenues hard. Looking back over the portfolio over the last 12 months, your weightings to the sectors and the largest holdings have remained relatively static and you have beaten the market um, through that time. Can you talk us through how the performance was generated? What our style is to really invest in, in quality businesses and hold them for the long term. Uh, and, the, and the highest uh, weightings in the portfolio are businesses which um, the outlook is still being positive through COVID uh, and now. And we've used weakness in some occasions to top up those holdings and make them, make them larger. 
Um, there was quite a bit of change in the portfolio, you know, in the depths of COVID. So, you know, 12, 18 months ago, where we took some opportunities to acquire some really beaten up businesses that were really cheap or where the market misunderstood the risks. Um, the beaten up ones was, was Auckland was, was an example of that. You know, the capital raising gave us the, the opportunity to buy in. I mean, typically we turn over the portfolio about 50% a year uh, and that 50% is made up of 30% where we're exiting or entering a new stock into the portfolio. So we hold a business on average for about three years or, you know, um, we turn over the portfolio 30% per annum. And the other, the other 20% is upweighting or downweighting um, existing positions within the portfolio. Um, to, to get to your question about how we've outperformed through, you know, through the last 18, 12, 18 months, we, we performed really well in the down months. So February, March last year when COVID really hit the market hard. And that's because of that quality portfolio. So in down markets, the, the lower risk, high quality businesses typically fall less than the market overall. You know, it hurts the, the really um, high risk businesses. So we, we, we consistently outperform the market in down months. I think the last time we underperformed in a down month was two and a half years ago. But what we're, what we're really proud of is the last 12 months, which is what we mentioned, where it's been a really strong market and we've outperformed through that up market. Uh, so we're playing, we're play, you know, we're consistently good at defence, but we've played sort of good offence as well. So in the last 12 months, the portfolio net performance after fees is 42%. Um, the A6200, I think, is up 28% and the small lords is up 33%. So our 42 has beaten those um, pretty pretty convincingly on an after-feed basis. Um, we're, I mean, we're still finding lots of opportunities. Um, so, you know, I talk to, you know, two to three companies a day on average. So that, that, that finding opportunities and constantly looking for opportunities means that periods of change are really good. You know, when, when, th- when the economy is changing or the market's changing and you're out there talking all the time and you have done for a long, for a long period of time, many years, then you're well-placed when, when things happen and change happens to really capitalise on that. Over the last 12 months, market performance has been strong with only one negative month uh, of performance for the ASX 200. What are your expectations over the next 12 months and how are you positioning your portfolio? I've got to say disclaimer, I'm not good at picking the market on a 12-month time period. I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm not good at, at that. And, and to be honest, I don't know too many people that are. Um, when you sit back and, you, and, you, and you're forced to take a view, you know, the, the, the global economy is, is rebounding very quickly um, and it's pretty much synchronised around the world, which is unusual and, and very bullish. Um, it means that corporate profits will be really strong through this period. So that, that gives you the bullish side and the positivity Markets have run a bit hard and valuations are pretty full. But as I mentioned earlier, when we're finding a lot of a lot of ideas, so I think it is a it is a stock pickers market. We're adding about one or two new stocks to the portfolio per month at the moment. So we are finding ideas. And maybe the best way to answer it is to say, look, what am I doing with my money? And I, I put some more money into the fund recently. So that gives you an idea of, of what I feel I'm putting my money where my mouth is. And, and that's not really a view so much on what I expect of the market, but really how excited I am about the portfolio and what's in there. Um, you know, if, if markets do fall away, say, say, I'm, say we're wrong and markets do, do, do go south, then you know, we've, got, we've got cash. Um, we've got a shopping list of 
of businesses to buy and we'll take the opportunity to buy those businesses, you know, if they get cheaper. Historically, downturns have been really positive for longer-term returns in the funds. Now, you look at what's happened in the last 18 months, we're well up above where we were pre-COVID. Um, we've outperformed in the downturn and outperformed in the upturn. So, um, you know, if it does sell off, that'd be, that'd be good for the longer term. And that's the way I think, that's the way we invest at Prime Value. Richard, as always, a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for joining me and good luck. Thanks, Damon. Thanks for having me.